Fierce ladies, welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast, where we unleash our unapologetic power to share the raw truth of our journeys. Brace yourself for a dose of empowerment, education, and encouragement like never before. I'm Kristen, a relentless entrepreneur obsessed with connecting and uplifting fellow boss babes. In this podcast, we're all about getting down to business, conquering motherhood, nurturing relationships, and so much more. Get ready to dive into the nitty gritty, embrace the hustle, and unravel the secrets of success in the world of real estate. We're here to ignite your fire, equip you with the knowledge, and unleash your limitless potential. Tune in as we redefine what it means to be a true boss babe. Hey, Jessica. (laughs) Hey. I am so excited to have you on today. I was telling you last week, I feel like we met forever ago, and then all of a sudden, finally, your podcast is here. So I'm so excited to dive in with you. Why don't we get started, and you just tell us a little bit about your journey in real estate. Okay. Hi, everyone. I am Jessica. I live on Florida's Forgotten Coast, as we call it. Um, I started my real estate career about three years ago. Um, It was definitely a slow start. Um, I just recently started really diving into it and I started at a new brokerage and getting into beach properties and just kind of found my passion in that. And, but from the beginning, I actually owned a boutique. So I was living in the boutique world. I've owned my own small business for nine years. Um, Still love that. I have that going on. But it was just people were coming in. And I was like, I mean, if I can sell a dress, I can sell a house. (laughs) So I just decided that that was always something I wanted to do. But I never made the time for it. I just kept, I would sign up for the online course. And then I just would procrastinate. And finally, when COVID hit, I had the time. (laughs) I love that. So I did a live course, passed my exam, and then um, tried to dive into it then. um, But I did have a four-year-old. And um, so that was a little hard trying to figure out all that and with a small business. But I ended up just getting the motivation and finding the right time. So... Yeah, I think that that's great. So I want to talk about, I mean, running a business with kids is hard. Um, Running two businesses with kids can be extra hard. So why don't we talk about like, what made you decide to, I know you said like, okay, if I can sell dresses, I can sell a house. But how do you have, how do you manage all of the things that you're doing? 
It's really hard. And I think that's what took me the longest um, to get to dive full in with real estate because, you know, I have a four year old. I'm still new into my marriage and it just finding the time for me was probably the hardest part. But once I figured out that it was something I wanted to do for myself and that that was important um, and just dedicated time just for myself, um, I started getting the ball rolling a little bit more. So why don't you tell us a little bit about like, what does your day look like? Like, what does a typical day look like for you specifically when it comes to running multiple businesses and like getting lunches ready or whatever it is that your day looks like? Yes. Well, a good day looks like waking up. Um, I have a one-year-old now, so basically any morning I have to be somewhere um, at a certain time, he's asleep. Um, if I have to, if I don't have to rush, you know, he's wide awake at 6 a.m. So, but I just get him ready, wake up Davis, which is my five-year-old, and um, take them to either my grandmother, who is great and watches them for me sometimes, or school, whatever activity has going on. Um, and then I try to grab a coffee in the morning <laughs> to get me going. And then I just go into the office, get started. Um, some days I am in my boutique, which is my fun day. Um, and I'm also just networking in there, networking at the coffee shop, you know, if the boys have practice, which they usually do after work. Um, I just have to make those <laughs> times where I network and get my, you know, prospecting in because. Yeah, well, let's talk about. Let's talk about that specifically. 24-7. Yeah. So when when you have so much going on, you have to figure out how to prospect in these different areas. So like, how do you prospect in your boutique? Is it just you letting everybody know like, hey, I own this boutique and I also sell beachfront properties or like, how do you go about that? Yeah, well, a lot of people in the summertime that come down, it's big families and they're renting. So I'm always like, oh, where are you from? Where are you vacationing? Are you vacationing? Are you from here? And, you know, get this conversation going that way. But, um, you know, and then they're like, oh, we're renting a house on St. George Island. And I'll say, oh, I, I own the store, but I also do real estate. And, you know, if you're ever looking for anything, we have income producing property is like a main the main goal for people buying beachfront property down here because they want to own a home they want to rent it out you know and then they want like the gross rental income to for the numbers to make sense mm -hmm. so that's what i've been learning and then you know once they come in i'm like you know you could own a house and rent it at the same time mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that's such a great value. But, and add. a lot of moms come in my store too. So, and they're always like, how do you do it? All? Like, what do you mean you sell real estate and you're in the store and you were just telling me about your kids. And so, you know, we kind of just, I really like to get to know people. And then I kind of just let the prospecting go from there. <laughs> Well, I think that's what, you know, we as women are so naturally good at is just being good listeners. And when you're a good listener, so much opportunity just comes out of people's mouths um, because you are genuinely interested in them. And I think that that's such a great way to build deep connections, too, and to build multiple businesses, which it's doing for you, which is great. So let's talk about some of the what about some of the struggles that you've had in these three years, what would say, you know, you said a slow start. Tell us about that. 
So when I first started, like I said, it was COVID and I had a boutique, you know, we couldn't open for months. Um, so that was like a setback for us. Um, once we did reopen and Florida was, you know, the state was open, we ended up having our best year at our store. And, you know, we were just really blessed with that. But I also, um, I had a miscarriage during, after, during that time. Um, and it was just really hard for me to find focus on anything, you know, after that. And I just feel like people, they just don't, like when you say, oh, I had a miscarriage. And even before I experienced it myself, like they don't understand like the hormones that come after that. You know, it's like, oh, it's been two weeks. Like, why aren't you feeling better? Or I just felt like this weight. And it wasn't like anybody was really pushing me to go back to work or pushing me to like, what are you doing with real estate? Like, why haven't you been showing up on social media? Like, where are you at? <laughs> and I just was in a place where I just, the motivation was gone. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for women, and I was like, why did this happen? Like, how did this happen? Why did this happen? And you just feel like a failure in ways. So you're like, if I can't do this, then, you know, why am I trying to start a new career? Like, if I can't get myself under control and motivated, like, how can I, if I can't move on, how am I supposed to, you know, be in front of people mm -hmm. and try to start a conversation with anyone when, you know, you're sad? So I finally, like, pushed through from that and, you know, I just decided to, like, reach out to people and I was looking it up on the internet, like celebrities who had miscarriages. And I know that just sounds crazy, but you wanna like feel, you wanna know that it had happened, like it's happened to other people and like they made it through, um, you know? And so, and like I said, I was just kind of like wondering like, where, what am I, what did, why did this happen to me? And then recently, it's been a few months now, but, and when we had first talked about this podcast, this was like important for me and that I wanted to share was that of my best friend and business partner, you know, she had, she went through the same thing. And I, you know, have healed from it and moved on. And I was in a place where I could help her, mm -hmm. like get through it and explain to her like, you, no one else feels the way that you do about this. And that's okay. You know, and it's going to, it's not going to be okay tomorrow. It's not going to be okay in a month. Like you're always going to think about, you know, how the kid would be or the, you know, like where this would be, but you, it will happen and you will heal. And it was just so healing for me as well to be able to help her get through that. Hi, it's Barbara with Your Tax Coach, and we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Leverage is one of my favorite words to use when talking about real estate. Did you know that when you pull money out of a property, that loan is tax-free income to you, so you don't have to pay any taxes on it? For more info, follow us on Instagram at Your Tax Coach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com if that makes sense. That makes a ton so of that sense. that was a really, yeah. And I mean, and you know, and it wasn't like a, a happy thing for me, but just knowing like I could be there for her in ways that, 
you know, I didn't, I was just searching for. Um, but that was a really slowing point for me, um, getting it all started. And then I had, then I got pregnant again. Um, my son just turned one. So it, I was like three months out and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get started. I am going to push through and um just started i changed brokerages i was like i need floor days i want to be there so when the time came i just got the ball rolling and got started but it's hard it's definitely like not easy once you go through all those like hormonal changes and then you're pregnant again and you know i mean a newborn is just it's a process. Yeah. So I know that there's people probably listening that, you know, have had miscarriages and they feel alone. And I feel like, as, as you said, it sounds silly to go and Google celebrities that have had miscarriages, but yet you wanted to be able to connect with somebody. But there are so many people. If you just actually talk about it, I'm sure you will have so, like, I'm sure you already have had this happen. Just so many people that you're like, oh my gosh, I never knew that that happened to you. Um, what would you say would be if somebody, you know, has a miscarriage or had a miscarriage and they're feeling like that, like what would be your biggest piece of advice to them? So just talk about it. I think that some women, you know, feel shame for it and they're, and that's not it. You know, it's just, it's a scientific thing that happens in your body. Like it's nothing that you did and you just, you try to go back and think, well, I did this or I worked out or I went on vacation and flew in an airplane and you just try to, you know, figure out why it happened. And I think the big thing was just talking about it. And a lot of women don't do that. You know, if you do know someone, and even on social media, like, there was one girl that I was following, and, like, she had posted her whole journey about it, and then, you know, trying to get pregnant again, and just seeing her post every day, and I would even, like, message her on Instagram, or, like, like her things, you know, and it's just, I think just talking about it, and that's with anything, I, like, being, having a new baby, you know, not feeling like getting dressed every day, like, just knowing that other women are feeling the same way you are, I mean, people think that we just wake up after having a baby, and are like, okay, let's go, like, and, you know, for some of us, that is the case, but for some of us, it's, it's not. You know, what I have found doing this podcast for, you know, over six years now is a lot of people want to come onto the podcast and share their journey and their story, specifically about hardships, like having a miscarriage. Um, you know, we've had people who've, you know, been in abusive relationships, like, and people, when they are able to share their story and help other people, people reach out to them and tell them how they inspired them, that is therapeutic for them. And I do feel like, you know, and I feel like it's not as bad anymore, but I feel like in the past, a lot of people want to just suppress it and not talk about it and, you know, sweep it under the rug. But you're right. I think that talking about it and finding other people to talk about it with is probably the best thing that you can do. Right. And I think like, if you're feeling a way, you know, like feeling some way about it, like it's been over a year for me, mm -hmm. you know, but I still like to let people know if someone's like going through it, like, hey, I've been there. I've been through that. Um, you know, if you if you ever want to talk about it or anything like let me know. And I think there also is, 
you know, your husband is there for you and he, and they understand, you know, they try to understand like where you're coming from. And, but it's a loss for us that is just like unexplainable. And, you know, all those hormones were starting in your body and getting you prepared and ready. And then, you know, then you're just, you would, one day it's all gone. So I think too, just like letting, women know you know like take it easy on them as well they just they really don't understand completely um what's going on yeah i totally think that that is really good advice that you're giving um okay so i have a question for you when it comes to you know some of the struggles that you've had when it comes to your business you mentioned time management um and you mentioned having you know, not having the ability to close the door. You're on 24 seven and you have to show up for people all the time. So tell us a little bit about those things. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the hardest things for me still. Um, you know, I try to go, when I'm at the office, I'm at the office. I'm trying to bang out everything I need to get done that day. You know, I know when five o'clock rolls around or 4.30, cause I usually have to leave early cause someone has practice or isn't feeling well. Um, but once, you know, and then you get in the car and you're on the phone the whole way to pick up your kids, like just trying to get it all finished before you get home. Cause you know, you have to go by the grocery store and cook dinner and, you know, be present when you get home. And then, you know, you just sit down to eat and your phone rings and it's, the buyer and the offer that you've been waiting on all day but your husband's looking at you your kids are looking at you and you know your son just said the blessing and your phone's going off and i i, I answer the phone you know i'll be right back i'll be right back mm -hmm. and just having to like run out the door you know I, and I explained to my kids, like, every opportunity, you know, mom has in her business is a blessing. And, you know, sometimes I know I'm busy and I just, and I apologize for that. And I try to be present as much as I can. But if something important is, is going on on mommy's phone and she has to walk away, you know, you have to give me some grace too and understand, like, I'll be right back. And I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> so how important do you feel that it is to have your family and specifically more your spouse on board with what you're doing when you're a real estate agent? It's so important. I think it just, it just, cause when we're not on the same page about it, you know, I can just see it in his eyes. Like, are you really going to take that call right now? Or if I'm just like looking on my phone or we're riding by a property and I'm like, you know, on my phone trying to pull it up because I'm like, so-and-so would really love that. And he's like, really? We're like going out to dinner. Yeah. So I just, you know, we've had conversations where I've just told him, you know, like this is where I'm at in real estate right now. And I have to take every opportunity I can get. Um, it has gotten better now that I've kind of realize I can't be on 24 seven and I have had, you know, opportunities now where I don't have to be, I'm not, I'm still eager and I definitely don't turn down calls a lot, but I have gotten to a better place with myself where I will, you know, put my phone away at dinner. Good for so you. Like, okay. It's 30 minutes and then I can look at it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of times we think we have to respond so quick to people when really just 
ask yourself when the phone rings, can this wait until I'm done with dinner? And 99% of the time it's going to be, yeah, I can wait. But I think that it's just right. We have been programmed to think. I think that it's, it's just realizing instant. that, like especially when you're starting out, like you think every time your phone rings, like oh my gosh, I'm missing out, I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. When really you're not. And all you have to do. And now my clients that I get, I'm like, listen, I have a one year old. I have, you know, my kids. Just baseball season was crazy. My stepson, he plays in another city. So every night of the week, I'm at the ball field, like, trying to take calls and watch the game. But I'm just, during that time, I'm like, I'm just letting you know I have a ball game tonight. Like, it's going to be around 8.30 before I respond to anything. Yeah, set those expectations. And just doing that and setting the boundaries, you know, once you start setting the boundaries for yourself and realizing, like, it pays off so much more. Yeah, it does. And and they're not going to care. If you have to go to baseball and they have to wait, they're going to be like totally fine. Right. And you just learn to, you know, I love just making connections with my clients too. Like I just had dinner last night, me and my husband did with a client and that I had sold my first beach house to, which, um, so they're really special to me. And we just had, you know, the best time at dinner and talking about my kids and everything. And I just think like being open with your clients and just letting them know like, Hey, I'm a mom. I have two businesses, but I'm here for you. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to, you know, find you the property you want. But if you call me around, you know, 6 to 830, I might be unavailable because, you know, I have to have dinner with my kids. (laughs) I've got to cook. I've got to do the laundry. You have to make time for it. So well, you think about important and just finding your own balance. Yeah. And you think about just any anybody that you hire, like even I'm thinking about when I just redid my backyard, right? Like the biggest complaint people have is the lack of communication. If they would have just told me X, Y, Z, I would have been totally fine with it. But because they didn't, I got all worked up about something. So I think that you explaining as much as you can is just such a great expectation in the beginning. Yes, like 100%. Yes. Exactly. Where before it's like, I'm available 24-7. Call me anytime. (laughs) You know, and then now it's like, well, okay, this is the schedule. Um, if something big is going on, you know, you make time and place for that. But if it's just, you know, a text or your phone ringing, it, it's it's okay to not answer the phone. Okay, so I have two more questions for you before we wrap up this podcast. And my first one is, you know, okay. what systems have been like so important in your business to help you with managing all the things you have going on? Well, my three planners, probably. So I have, I have to write everything in a planner and then I put everything in my calendar and my phone and then I have a big desk planner. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of how I do everything. I have to write it all out. Um, I have to see it all and then I put it in my phone just to remind me of things. Um, I don't really have... I, you know, we have a good like CRM system at our office that kind of keeps everything in line for me. And I just try to stay up to date with that as much as I can. But for me, it's writing everything out (laughs) and seeing it multiple times a day. 
<laughs> I, I'm glad I'm not alone because I have this like planner problem. This is every year. So I have to have a physical calendar that's super cute. Every year I go through at least three of them because I get over every them. T- every year. <laughs> I get over them. I want the ones with stickers. I never use I, the stickers. But then. No, I start out with the stickers and the pins and I have to like. I'm like, the more creative and pretty this is, the better I'm the, I'm going to get this done. Going to get this shit done. Then the Google Calendar, have to exactly. have everything in there. But then there's multiple Google Calendars. Then there's a wall calendar. And I'm like, you know what? We got to have all of them. You can't miss them. We've got people that like. You got to have them all. I know. It's so true. I love I love that. I just think that the the more women that tell me that they have that many calendars, I just crack up. I'm like, I am not alone in this psycho <laughs> calendar like, situation. I need a better system. So shoot me all the all those cuz Hey, if it works, calen- the more calendars the better for me. <laughs> me too. Well, I mean, each one serves its purpose, right? I mean, my Google Calendar is like, what am I doing today? Whereas you know, if I'm looking at my wall family calendar, I've got to put all my sports stuff and my family and my date night and all that stuff on there so that everyone can visually see it every single day while they're eating breakfast. So, okay, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up with a fun question. So if you could have any celebrity as your real estate partner or teammate, who would it be and why? Okay, so I have to say... The Oppenheim twins from Selling Sunset. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, they just have the biggest, like, self-esteem I've ever seen. And if they can manage all those women and, which they, some episodes they don't do it very well. But (laughs) if they can, like, do all those offices and manage all those women and could give me access to just any of their, you know, um, fashion and outfits... I think I could definitely sell whatever I wanted to. (laughs) I was not expecting that answer at all. And I don't know why I wasn't. I don't know why I didn't see that coming. Because I do feel like a lot of people would answer that. I know. It's horrible. I I like binge watch it. It's (laughs) I know it's bad. But (laughs) I would personally never want them as my teammates. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, well, that is such a fun answer. We, I've had so much fun having you on. Thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. Oh, thank you. I love what you're doing. And it's so amazing. Just the connection and all the events you guys do. I'm hoping to get to them soon. So I really appreciate it. And let me share my story. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I hope to see you at an event for sure. Bye. Hi, it's Barbara with Your Tax Coach, and we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Did you know that if you make more than $150,000 per year, if you have losses on your real estate properties, they can actually be limited, or you might not be able to take any of them on your tax returns, unless you can qualify as a real estate professional, also known as rep status. If your accountant hasn't talked to you about rep status, please give us a follow at Your Tax Coach. For more info, follow us on Instagram at Your Tax Coach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com.